Do aliens exist and are they among us? Are weird creatures lurking in the darkness? Do evil entities hide in the shadows of your bedroom while you sleep? Join us as we explore all this and more on the Warped Reality Podcast. (laughs) Hey, what's going on, everybody? Ghost Joe here. This is my second installment of the Paranoia Radio podcast segment uh, that I do. This is my little bonus episode that I like to throw out there. If you want to hear the whole episode, which I encourage you to do and encourage you to listen to all of the other Paranoia Radio podcast uh, content, please check them out. I'll have all the links in the show notes for you to check that out. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, I do a paranormal segment uh, once a month for the Paranoia Radio podcast, where I tell little paranormal, you know, little accolades, little, I don't even know what you call them, little, little bite-sized paranormal stories or, or factoids. And uh, yeah, so this is my second installment right here that I'm going to play for you that uh, was on their show uh, at the end of December. And this is my little bonus episode I like to throw out there. So in this segment, just to give you a little context, in this segment, I talk about spontaneous human combustion. So, you know, it's a big mystery and a lot of people don't really know if it's true, if it's not. I give you guys a little bit of a history about it, uh, as well as some examples. So please check it out. Uh, Again, thank you to Trebles Garcia and Big Tank for this opportunity. I love doing this and I hope to continue doing it for you guys. So check it out and I hope you enjoy it. What's up, Paranoia Radio Podcast Pals? This is Ghost Joe, and I'm back for another Warped Reality segment. By the way, if you like the creepy, weird, and unexplained stuff, check out my podcast, the Warped Reality Podcast, on all major podcasting platforms. So this month's segment is fire. So let's burn right through this. It's going to really blow your mind, because we're talking about spontaneous human combustion. See what I did there? So the term spontaneous human combustion refers to a situation when a human body is found with significant portions of the middle parts of the body reduced to ashes, much less damage to the head and extremities, and minimal damage to the direct surroundings of the body. The idea in terms spontaneous human combustion, or SHC for short, were both first proposed in 1746 by Paul Rowley, a fellow of the Royal Society, in an article published in the Philosophical Transactions newsletter concerning the mysterious death of Countess Cornelia Bandy. Ablaze, a book written by Larry E. Arnold, a director of Paris Science International, wrote that there had been about 200 cited reports of spontaneous human combustion worldwide over a period of around 300 years. In the early years, many people claimed it was the wrath of God. In the 1970s, it was theorized that a person's emotional state can trigger the phenom. A rare medical condition called the Stevens-Johnson syndrome can cause a severe reaction to certain medications, which in some cases can be instantly fatal and leave the skin with a burn-like appearance. In 2011, a coroner concluded that Michael Faraday may have spontaneously combusted in his home, but he was found a few feet from an open burning fireplace. Coincidence? In fact, many of the cases involved some sort of fire, whether it was a lit cigarette, candle, or fireplace close to the victims. 
Other factors that are common in many of the cases are that the majority of victims are women and alcohol consumption has occurred. Some theorize that the alcohol in the body could be somewhat of an indignation to SHC. The first mention of spontaneous human combustion in the history books is Polonius Versteers. Polonius was just a regular Italian knight in the late 1400s who liked his wine, women, and song. Me too, buddy. He consumed two ladles, 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 ladles of very strong wine one night, and it was it disagreed with him. So people say that he immediately vomited flame and then burst into flames entirely. No one else seemed to have any problem with the wine, and people were baffled as to how this happened. They're still baffled today. So Nicole Millet, the wife of Parisian innkeeper in 1725, was found after her husband roused the entire inn when he smelled smoke. What was left of her was in the kitchen, almost completely reduced to ash, with the wooden utensils around her unburned. That looked suspicious, and so her husband was actually tried and found guilty of murder. But on appeal, he used a spontaneous human combustion defense, that's a defense, and was exonerated. Nicole's death was found to be due to a visitation of God. So there's only one case of human combustion where there was actually a witness. A mentally disabled woman lived with her father who cared for her. One day he saw a flash out of the corner of his eye and turned to find her on fire. Despite the flames, she continued to quietly sit there in a chair, not reacting and not giving any indication that she was in pain. The man's attempts to put out the fire left him with burns on his hands. The woman lived through the combustion, though, but slipped into a coma and died shortly after, sadly. This indicates one of the strangest parts of human combustion. It takes a very hot flame to reduce a human body to ash. Crematoriums have special chambers designed for it. However, in almost all combustions, there's no burns in the room around the body indicating that the person simply stayed in one place. So that'll do it for me this month, guys. If you like this sort of thing, check out the Warped Reality Podcast on all of your major podcasting platforms. I thank you, Trebles Garcia and Big Tank, for allowing me to be back after last month's terrifying segment. Happy holidays, guys. And remember, if you're going to drink this New Year's, don't do it near any open flames. So I hope you guys enjoyed that segment. Uh, please check out the Paranoia Radio podcast as well as check out all of my episodes as well on the Warped Reality podcast. If you have a paranormal experience that you would like to share questions, comments, or you want to be a guest on my show, please give me a call. Leave me a voicemail at 845-600-0744 or you can email me at ghostjoeny at gmail.com. Again, that's ghostjoeny is in New York at gmail.com. On next week's show, it's the Friday the 13th special. So we're going to be talking all about Friday the 13th. And Edgrave Dave is going to be reviewing a horror movie that's near and dear to my heart because it was the very first horror movie that, I mean, I remember seeing, which was Friday the 13th Part 6, Jason Lives. Uh, I've loved that movie ever since. I love everything about it, especially for the nostalgia and just knowing that I saw that movie when I was like seven years old. Listen, kids, it was a different time. The 80s, nobody cared about stuff like that, all right? Everybody's a little too sensitive nowadays. Anyway, yeah, so have a great night, have a great week, and I'll see you on Friday the 13th. Later.
Thank you for listening to the Warp Reality Podcast. And thank you to all my guests and contributors that helped make this show possible. For more episodes, guest info, social media links, merch, and more, please check out WarpRealityPodcast.com. If you have a paranormal experience you would like to share, questions, comments, or you'd like to be a guest in the show, please leave me a voicemail at 845-600-0744. Or you can email me at ghostjoeny at gmail.com. You can do so anonymously if you'd like. Also, I'd greatly appreciate it if you could leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or WorkRealityPodcast.com. Have a great night, everyone, and don't forget to change your thoughts.